If you haven't already, be sure to follow Sleep Tight Science on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, if you have a moment, please consider leaving a review. Your review might help introduce others to our podcast. Thank you. You're listening to Sleep Tight Science. Did you know that the sperm whale can dive over 2,000 meters or 6,560 feet deep and hold its breath for up to 90 minutes? What? That's a long time to hold your breath. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Sleep Tight Science, a bedtime show that answers your questions about science. In this episode, we will start talking about marine mammals, which are fascinating animals for all kinds of reasons, one of which is their amazing range of sizes. The blue whale is the largest animal known to have existed and can weigh as much as 200 tons or more. To put this in perspective, that's about the weight of 33 elephants. Other marine mammals, like sea otters, weigh only up to about 40 kilograms or 90 pounds, yet are equally adapted to marine life. Marine mammals are air-breathing animals that live in the sea. They include whales, dolphins, seals, sea lions, walruses, sea otters, and manatees. These animals depend on the sea for food. They spend most or all of their lives in the sea. In fact, of the sea is what the word marine means. Just like animals on land, marine mammals are warm-blooded, breathe air with lungs, and at some point in their lives, they have a bit of hair. They also have babies that are born alive, not in eggs, and the moms feed their babies with milk. Scientists believe the ancestors of marine mammals once lived on land. Over millions of years, the animals gradually changed. Their bodies became adapted to life in the sea. Marine mammals vary in size, appearance, and how they live. Some can only live in the water, while others can hang out on the land too. Whales and dolphins are always in the ocean. They have smooth bodies that are shaped perfectly for swimming fast, like giant fish or underwater submarines. Their front legs turned into flippers, and they only have a tiny bone left where their back legs used to be. Seals, sea lions, and walruses, which we call pinnipeds, can live both on land and in the sea. 
They take breaks on land, and that's where they have their babies. They have four flippers that help them move around on land and swim in the sea. Whales, dolphins, and pinnipeds have layers of fat called blubber. The blubber provides warmth and serves as stored food. But sea otters don't have blubber. They stay warm with their thick, soft fur. They spend most of their time in the sea and their back feet are webbed like a duck's to help them swim. Manatees are really unique marine mammals. They live in warm waters near the coast where it's salty or fresh. They never go on land and eat only water plants. For centuries, people have hunted sea mammals for blubber, meat, hides, fur, and ivory. Some species were nearly wiped out. To help, countries like the United States, Canada, and Mexico made laws to protect them. Did you know that blue whales are not only massive in length and weight, but also have enormous hearts and tongues? A blue whale's heart can weigh as much as a small car, and its tongue alone can weigh as much as an elephant. These enormous sizes are necessary to support their massive bodies and their lifestyle, which includes diving to great depths, and traveling long distances in the ocean. In other episodes, we have talked about animal superpowers, like a dog's nose and a fly's eyes. So we wondered, what superpowers do marine mammals have? This is what we found out. Marine mammals aren't your ordinary animals. I guess we could say they are the superheroes of the sea, as they are equipped with some amazing abilities that help them survive in their aquatic realm. So, let's look at some examples of these superpowers. 1. Deep Diving Sperm Whales First, let's talk about the sperm whale the champion of deep sea diving. These whales can dive over 2,000 meters deep. That's like stacking more than 39,600 pizza boxes. They can hold their breath for an astonishing 90 minutes. How do they do it? Well, sperm whales have supersized lungs and a unique blood system that stores lots of oxygen. Plus, their bodies can reduce their heart rate to conserve oxygen. It's like having a built-in oxygen tank and power-saving mode. Sperm whales dive to great depths, primarily for feeding. Their deep dives are closely linked to their diet and their unique ecological niche in the ocean. Sperm whales primarily feed on squid, 
including the giant and colossal squids found in deep ocean waters. Number two, super speedy orcas. Next, we have the orcas, also known as killer whales. They are like the speedboats of the sea. Orcas can swim as fast as 54 kilometers per hour, or 34 miles per hour. That's faster than a galloping horse. Their streamlined bodies and powerful tails help them zoom through the water, making them excellent hunters. They can catch speedy fish and even outswim sharks. Three, echolocation of dolphins. Echolocation is an incredibly effective way to navigate and hunt in the ocean, especially in murky or dark waters where vision is limited. Echolocation is like a biological sonar system. Dolphins produce echolocation sounds in the forms of short, high-frequency clicks. These sounds are generated in the nasal passages just below the blowhole. They have special air sacs in their heads that help produce these clicks. The sound waves are focused and directed through the dolphin's forehead, which contains a fatty organ called the melon. The melon acts like a lens, focusing and directing the sound waves into a beam that the dolphin can aim. When these sound waves hit an object, they bounce back as echoes. The echoes return at different times and at different strengths, depending on the object's size, shape, distance, speed, and direction. Dolphins receive these echoes through their lower jawbone, which conducts the sound to their inner ear. The brain then interprets these signals to create a three-dimensional image of the dolphin's surroundings. This allows them to discern the location, size, and even the internal structure of objects or prey nearby. Echolocation is crucial for hunting it also helps them navigate complex environments, like coral reefs or rocky underwater landscapes. You might remember that we talked about echolocation in bats in another episode. Despite living in different environments, water for dolphins and air for bats, the basic principle of echolocation is much the same for both species. But there are differences too primarily due to the different mediums they operate and their evolutionary paths. Dolphins generally produce lower frequency clicks compared to the ultrasonic sounds of bats because lower frequencies travel better in water. The two groups' complexity and pattern of echolocation also vary, reflecting adaptations to their different lifestyles and environments. Number four, another example is the insulation of sea otters. Sea otters may not be the biggest marine mammals, but they have a super cool trick up their fur. 
unlike other marine mammals that have blubber for warmth, sea otters have the densest fur in the animal kingdom. Their fur is so thick and fluffy, it traps air to keep them warm in chilly waters. Number five, the walrus's whiskers. Walruses might look a bit funny with their big tusks and whiskers, but those whiskers are super sensitive. They can detect the slightest movements in the sandy sea floor, helping them find clams and other yummy snacks hidden in the ocean mud. It's like having built-in metal detectors for food. Number six, the elephant seals diving and fasting. Last but not least, let's give a shout out to elephant seals. These seals can dive over 5,000 feet deep and stay underwater for two hours. Plus, during mating season, they can last for up to three months living off their blubber. It's like having an extra-large fuel tank for long trips. Whether deep diving, speedy swimming, sonar seeing, staying warm, or finding food, these creatures are truly the superheroes of the sea. Next, we will answer some of the questions that our listeners have sent to us. First, Connor Frey from San Anselmo, California asks, why do narwhals have those long horns on their heads? Narwhals, often referred to as the unicorns of the sea, have a distinctive long tusk, which is actually an elongated tooth. This tusk is most commonly found in males, though some females may grow a smaller version. This tusk can grow up to 10 feet long. And guess what? It's not for sword fighting. It's a super sensitive tool, like a built-in ocean antenna. It's filled with millions of nerve endings letting the narwhal pick up on changes in its chilly Arctic home, like the temperature of the water or how salty it is. This tusk is also like a billboard in the ocean saying, hey, look at me. It's thought to play a big part in the narwhal social scene, especially during mating selection. It's like narwhals are saying, check out my amazing tusk. I'm healthy and strong. It's all about impressing and maybe a little bit of showing off. Some people used to think that narwhals used these tusks as icebreakers or weapons. However, observations of narwhals do not typically show them using the tusk in aggressive behavior. They're more about sensing and socializing than swordplay. And for those who love a bit of mystery, the exact role of the narwhal's tusk is still a topic of research and debate among scientists. The tusk likely serves multiple functions, including those we mentioned, 
making it a unique adaptation in the animal kingdom. Some scientists even think they might help with echolocation or finding food. But that's still up in the air. Thank you for the question, Connor. Next, we have a question from Wesley Rogers, who asks, Can we train fish? The answer to this question surprised me. Can you guess what it is? The answer is, yes, we can. Fish may not be like dogs or cats, but they can still learn some neat tricks. Here's how it works. Fish are pretty smart in their own way. They can remember things and learn from what happens around them. Training a fish is all about teaching it to connect something it does, like swimming through a hoop, with a reward, like getting a bit of food. This kind of learning is called conditioning. Maybe you've heard of a scientist named Pavlov, who trained dogs to expect food when they heard a bell. It's a bit like that. With patience and practice, you can teach fish to do things like swim through hoops or tunnels, push a little ball into a goal, jump out of the water to touch something with their nose, follow your finger as you move it around their tank. It's important to go slow and be patient. Training takes time. And remember, every fish is different. Some might learn quickly while others take a bit longer. But with kindness and practice, you can definitely teach your fish some cool tricks. Thank you for the question, Wesley. Our last question comes from George, who asks, do whales ever get hiccups? Do whales have the same funny quirks that we do? Scientists aren't sure if whales get hiccups like we do. Hiccups in humans happen when our diaphragm, that's the muscle under your lungs that helps you breathe, suddenly moves up and we quickly suck in air. This air hits our vocal cords and makes the hiccup sound. But whales are different from us in a few ways. For one, they breathe differently. They have blowholes on top of their heads to breathe air, and they don't breathe automatically like we do. They have to think about each breath. Also, their breathing system is separated from their eating system, so they don't accidentally breathe in water or food. This is different from humans, where our breathing and eating paths cross, which is why we sometimes get hiccups when we eat too fast or drink fizzy drinks. Because of these differences, it's not likely that whales experience hiccups in the same way we do. But who knows? The ocean is full of mysteries, and there's still so much we're learning about these amazing creatures. Maybe one day we'll find out more about the secret lives of whales, including whether they ever get the hiccups. Thank you for your question, George. Now for some fun facts. 
Did you know that sea otters often hold hands when they sleep to avoid drifting apart? This cute behavior is known as rafting. Did you know that dolphins actually give each other names? They have specific whistles for each other, kind of like how we have names. If you were a dolphin, what would you call yourself? Speaking of whistling, walruses can whistle too. Yes, walruses can whistle. They're not just about the tusks and the blubber. They also have some musical talent. Did you know that some seals are not just good at swimming? They can actually sing. Scientists have recorded seals making surprisingly melodic sounds underwater. Some beluga whales can mimic the rhythm and tone of human speech. So much so that people have thought they were hearing voices underwater. The water really seems like a lively place, full of all kinds of sounds and melodies. But do you think the next fact would sound nice? So it seems that manatees have a kind of gas-powered buoyancy control. Manatees use farts to help them sink or float in the water. Could you use your farts to stay afloat in the water? Lastly, speaking of farts, herring, a type of fish, communicate by farting. Some scientists believe that herring create high-frequency sounds by releasing air from their swim bladders, which can be quite similar to farting. They think herrings might use these sounds to communicate with each other, especially in the dark waters where they live. This form of communication is believed to help them stay together in groups, especially at night. Maybe you can try using farts to say something. In this episode, we learned about marine mammals and their superpowers. Marine mammals are warm-blooded, breathe air with lungs, and at some point in their lives, they have a bit of hair. They also have babies that are born alive, not in eggs, and the moms feed their babies with milk. They have superpowers such as deep diving, super speed, echolocation, insulation, whiskers, and diving and fasting. We had some listeners' questions about why do narwhals have long horns on their head? Can we train fish? And do whales ever get hiccups? This episode was made with questions from Connor Frey, Wesley Rogers, and George. Thank you to Ritvika, Louis, age five, Ollie, Alex, Ezra, Henry, age 6, from Michigan, and Jody, age 7, from Sudbury, Ontario. We love getting your feedback on our show. If you have any feedback, please send it our way. And if you want to make sure you get all the episodes, please ask your parents to subscribe. You can find us on Apple Podcasts or wherever your parents listen to podcasts. And please, if you love learning about science with us, leave us a review. It may help others find our show. If you'd like to send us your questions, 
simply send them to hello at sleeptightscience.com. Sleep tight. <laughs>